Welcome to Draw One Last Breath Horror Podcast. My name's Matt. I'm Butch. Oh, ho, ho, I'm Jordy Paul. Welcome to episode 119. We have been to Shudder to watch Christmas, Bloody Christmas, from the latest offering of Joe Bigos. In our Something to Scream About, we're going to be opening our presents, so that'll be fun for you to listen to. And in our movie from the vault, we are doing Santa's Sleigh. So what have you guys been up to in the last couple of weeks? I have been one busy cunt, I can tell you that much. Wow. <laughs> Straight in there with the sea bomb. <laughs> well, it is Christmas. So <laughs> Welcome to Draw and Last Breath, X-rated edition. Cunt, cunt, cunt. Um, so I've been watching quite a few things, actually. I was trying to get through a couple of ones that I hadn't seen for the year. So I watched Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. It was at the cinema. Uh, I paid for that. Okay. Not bad. Got a lot yeah. of good ratings, but don't understand why. <laughs> it was um, it was sort of like a weird mystery who done it. Had a few interesting kills, but not really. I, I didn't find the intellectual value in it. But no, it wasn't too. It wasn't too bad. Definitely worth a watch. Definitely worth a watch. Um, I watched a recommendation from you, Matt. Oh. I watched um, oh. Class of 1984. Oh, did you watch it? Yeah, fucking hell, I see exactly what you mean. <laughs> Very fucked up. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't expecting it, but did you see uh, a little tubby Michael J. Fox? Oh, what do you mean little? I mean, he's he's in it. That's his no, like, no. main role, really. No, I didn't mean little as in little part. I meant, does look... I was joking as in tubby. He does look tiny. Young. He does look a bit, a bit, a bit chubs, but yeah. Yeah, mate, honestly, yeah, it was... Um, Really good movie. Surprised I haven't seen it. It's one of those ones. Like, so, what the fuck has this been? And another one on that ill. I was like, down the class of 1984, and then something came up as a recommend. And I was like, I sure have heard about this. Uh, I watched it. Death Race 2000. Did anyone watch that film? Are you joking? Well, I've never seen it before. Sylvester Stallone? Yeah. I watched that movie this week as well. Did you? <laughs> let's review that <laughs> oh that's my bomb. god that's so weird how weird is that because and that was it might have been because obviously uh the algorithms of watching uh class of 1984 obviously that pops up and then i was like oh i i've actually heard about this film so many times i think i'll have a watch so that maybe that's why but that's so fucking random what did you david carradine's in it as well yeah. isn't it? frankenstein <laughs> Oh, it was fucking weird, but good. Weird, but bizarre and fucking good. It's Paul, honestly, mate. It's 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 free on Amazon, isn't it? It's free. It's nineteen from nineteen seventy five, and it's just a. It's like I thought it was going to be a bit like Cannibal Run, but it's just a bit more like Cannibal Run, but with Hobo for a shotgun or Mad Max. I don't I've know. Seen man. The, the god awful remake. Is there a remake? Jason, is there? Jason, Jason Statham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, right. No. Um. This is this is the right kind of tacky. I fucking. I think it's great. <laughs> that's so weird. Yeah, that's so cool that you watched it too. Um. And then I watched a really. <laughs> From 2019, I watched a film called The Drone. <laughs> I didn't watch that one. <laughs> Funny enough. Um. Yeah. The drone. It's exactly what you think. This was a that was at Fright Fest a couple of years back, wasn't it? Was yeah, was it a fright was it a Fright Fest special, was it? It, it was at Fright Fest a couple of years, maybe even three years ago, possibly. I don't know. Oh, yeah, wow. it's definitely there. Oh that's fucking cool. It was Me. <laughs> Brilliant. It was a what fucking was killer drone. Well <laughs> I think that technology needs to come on a little bit. 
But there we go. That's all I'll say from that. It was definitely um, very TV oh. special. <laughs> um, other than that, I think, yeah, that's probably uh, probably my lot. Uh, what about you then, uh, Jordy? Matt? Paul, you go. go Jordy. Oh, um, Jordy well, Paul, I finally got round. Finally got round to watching the Meg. Uh, nope. I saw that on Letterbox. I assumed that was a rewatch. No, I've never seen it before. It's how, just, many, how many stars? I gave it two because it's crap. <laughs> uh, it's it's dumb fun, isn't it? But it's I couldn't give it more than that because it's it's just tosh, isn't it? You have to go uh, back and listen to our Meg special now. I, I remember listening to it, so um, but I've kind of sort of obviously forgot about the de- plot details and stuff. So. Um, <laughs> I mean, you know, I love it. I thought more for more for people. It's a shark. It's a dumb shark movie, but it's so much fun. And there will be more. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it is what it. I wasn't expecting bloody Oscar bit, but yeah, no, it was it was alright. It was alright. I, I still can't believe who's directing the next one. Who is it? Who is it? I don't know who it is. I can't remember. You, I know you talked about it, but I can't remember. Yeah, it's um, Ben Wheatley. He's directing it. Fucking wow. hell! What kill list? Yeah. Tower, tower, not tower block, but he did something called something with a tower in it. Free fire and um, yeah. oh, what else? It failed in England and that type of shit. How yeah, tower, oh, what was it called? The one with Tom Hiddleston in it. Yeah. Oh, high rise. High, high rise. High rise. Very good that was movie. Weird. So yeah, then it's called Meg Two: The Trench, I believe. So yeah, man. Well, well very well. interested in that. That'll be out in 20, 2023. So that's one for next year. We're definitely going to be reviewing that. Well, there you go. I'm all, I'm all up to date and ready for it. There you <laughs> go. Um, I rewatched Barbarian. Uh, I watched it with the missus. It's dropped it's on amazing. Disney Plus, isn't it? Yeah, it's amazing watching it with someone who hasn't seen it. It's really, really good. Um, and uh, yeah, I loved it. That just made me love it even more, really, to be honest. So it was really good. And the wife enjoyed it as well. So that's all good. Um, I watched a, a film on Shudder that dropped called The Apology. I um, saw the trailer for this. Yeah, so it's got Anna Gunn from Britain Bad in it and a guy called Linus Roach who is in a series of Homeland and he's actually really good in Homeland. Um, uh, it was all right. It was all right. I, Did it deserve to apologise to you? Uh, no, no, it didn't have to apologise. It was just, I don't know, there was a couple... I don't know. I think they thought they were being a bit more clever than they were. Um, and it, it, I thought it was it was one of them films, Paul, I think if you watched it, you'd hope for some real, like, it go, to go off of the deep end, like gratuitous violence or something in it. And it sort of threatened to do it, but it reined itself right back in. Uh, so it's a decent concept, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. It was okay. There was nothing really sort of amazing happened in it. So, um, But I won't spoil it, because if you just want to watch it. And then... Uh, this dropped today, so I only watched the first episode this morning, and it was fucking incredible. So, and I know you guys still haven't watched the first season, season, so you need to get on it. Alice in Borderland, oh, season two. Oh my god! Like, if you like Squid Game, I'm telling you now, it's better than Squid Game. I'm yeah, telling the world, it is better than Squid Game. I didn't really like Squid Game. So. Well, this, well, watch this. This is better. <laughs> so you didn't really like this. Um, but the the second episode starts with literally a massive bang and there's gore, violence. It's amazing. So, honestly, guys, check the first series out, uh, and you won't be disappointed. It's really good. So yeah, uh, and that was all I watched. Cool, Excellent. Matt. What you got? Well, I watched a film called Death Race. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I watched that. Um, other than that, 
haven't really watched much else actually um because i've been really busy but um uh horror-esque i haven't really watched them the, the, there is one thing I'll briefly talk on. It's not really horror, but it was a good documentary that I w- watched on um, Amazon Prime called Goodnight Oppie about the Mars rovers that went to Mars. Watch that because it's fucking mental. Other than that, I haven't really watched much as horror, really. But I did do something cool. We don't normally do this, but I did do something horror-related today that wasn't watching movies. I played a game that you may have played when you were young and that uh, Geordie Paul uh, bought my son a little while ago. It's called Ghost House. Do you remember this yeah. game? Yeah. Is it the marble? Yeah, yes. he's got the right, ball that sets one of the traps off in the house. We've got it. We've got it. Um, Mate, I played it today and I, I remember it. It's so good. It took me about an hour to make it, but yeah. it was so much fun. It was like, so mouse, like mousetrap-esque. Kind of. Style of but, it's really cool. I've forgotten how really how cool it is. Like it's so loved it. Frustrating because obviously, like you, you can stay on that top bit for like fucking ages if it all goes wrong. But I don't know if it's the same rules. But now you get two. You get kind of have two characters. Yeah, and they're paranormal investigators, and they've all got new. Like they, look, some of them look a bit Ghostbustery. Now they've updated it a bit, and um, one, the couple of them look a bit weird. But, so um, got the suit of armor with the axe. Yeah, yeah. So you've got the axe that goes down. You've got to get down the stairs and off the stairs before the uh, the silver ball comes down. But now they've updated it. You put the silver ball inside a little ghost. Yeah. And you put him on top and you press the button and the ghost drops the ball in. Glow in the dark as well. Yeah. It's, it's, it's fucking awesome. But yeah, you love, are welcome, Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> it's good fun. But yeah, other than that, nothing else really to report. I read a book, I suppose. Read got, a book. I just okay. started to get into the Bobiverse. Don't know if anyone's heard about this. Um, we are Legion. We are Bob. Honestly, it's one of the best. I mean, it's more sci-fi, a bit dystopian sort of thing. Um, but it's some of the best sci-fi writing I've ever read. It's fucking fantastic. It's like a chap pays for um, his head, like when he dies to get his head chopped off and saved, and you know, almost like Futurama sort of thing. Um, but the technology doesn't exist to sort of do anything with it. So you just sit and freeze until the technology exists. Um, and he dies accidentally and wakes up something like, I don't know, under nearly 200 years later. And the company that <laughs> the company uh, got, um, there's a new government and they're all religious and the, the government, the, the, the company got shut down. And now it's like the, the world's ending and they need to send probes out into the universe and he becomes this probe and creates himself over and over again out in the universe. It's just fantastic. It's so good. Is he Such an good. anal probe? No. Von, oh, Neum- Von I'm Neumann. I'm not going to read it then. I'm not going to read Von it. Von Neumann probe. <laughs> Honestly, it's so fun and sarcastic. And, you know, there's obviously the the obligatory geek references and stuff like that in there. So not as much as Ready Player One. It's kind of more subtle. But, yeah, fucking good, man. Really good. Cool. Excellent. But yeah, okay, apart from that, let's go on to some fucking news. What you got? Paul, you've been busy getting collecting us some news? Not a ton of stuff, to be honest, guys. I have been really, really busy, so I haven't really been doing much research. I have got a couple of bits. Uh, Sam Raimi's partnering with the creators of Barbarian to produce a film called Don't Move, which is about a serial killer who injects a victim with a paralytic agent, 
which over the course of time causes their body to start shutting down. And that's like a game of cat and mouse and stuff. So got Sam Raimi, Sam Raimi sorry, uh, Barbarian. So that's cool. And then the only other things is just trailers. So I sent you guys a trailer earlier in the week called Wolf Hunting. Did you just watch it? Yeah. 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 That looks mental. <laughs> Korean film based on a ship and it sort of did what's, so it looks like super soldier gone wrong and prison prison riots gone wrong and it just looks gory as fuck, so that might be worth a watch in the future. Um, 65, the trailer with Adam Driver in. Yeah. didn't It, it completely threw me in terms, I thought it was all interstellar, for a minute, and then it's sort of interstellar with fucking dinosaurs, man. What the fuck? Yeah, but I say the only problem is I thought it looked really cool, right? But then, if they not just give away the point of the film in the trailer, yes. I didn't need to see the mm. dinosaurs. There was, a, there was enough in the trailer for me to go, "Oh, I'm kind of interested in this." And then I'm like, mm, "Okay." Yeah, it was sort of like, "Oh, you've just given away the, essentially the twist of the film." But yeah, I, do, I, do it, you remember it still that? Looks cool. Do you remember that game called Turok? Everybody thought yeah, it was yeah, a, a Turok. Yeah, everybody thought it was like a a, a a movie of that. It's quite funny. The concept sounds all right. I think I'll probably go watch it. For the, yeah, definitely. It looks yeah. really cool. So, uh, I mean, Adam Driver, he hasn't done much sci-fi, has he? <laughs> 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 um, and then, uh, you probably, sorry, you probably, there's one of you who's probably going to steal this from me, but there's a Scream teaser trailer dropped. Mm, saw that. Looks. It's right. in Manhattan, isn't it? Yeah, like yeah, the subway train and the ghost faces. It's, it's, like it's a good tra- It's a good teaser, but again, I'm just going to walk in there and we're just going to be disappointed. So just, I'm preparing myself for you know to to not enjoy it. So. But Eagle Eye fans on that trailer have caught somebody dressed up as Jason Voorhees in the trailer, and they're all going mental that he's like sharing a universe oh, or something no. with it. Or something. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. That's all my news, guys. Nice. What have you got, Butch? I saw a trailer called uh, for a film called Blood, starring Michelle Monaghan and uh, Skeet Ulrich talking about Scream. So mm-hmm. that was um, very apt. Um, looks like their son contracts some sort of virus. It looks and then has to devour blood, you know. And it looks quite dark and creepy in the way that they're sort of doing it. It's like a mother trying to keep her son alive. Don't know. It looks pretty bright burn esque, but without the special powers, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I'm just a little bit blown away and uh, excited about this. And this, I didn't think this was a real thing. I thought this was another poster that I was going to be end up sending you guys. And Paul would go back and go, "This is bullshit, Paul. You're an idiot. Stop <laughs> believing stuff." So I that. so instead, I went down a rabbit hole, and and it and it seems to be green lit and on the go. So we are going to get a you know kind of horror. We're going to get twisters. We're going to get the sequel to Twister, <laughs> obviously without yeah. poor, poor Bill Baxton. But you know. I want more fucking movies about tornadoes. So yes, please. <laughs> that movie is fucking awesome. You, you do know, Paul, this one probably isn't going to have sharks in the tornadoes, don't you? Mm, that's a shame. Combine Harvester. <laughs> Combine <laughs> Two people, you know, like obviously we haven't got Bill Paxton with us anymore. We haven't got Phil Seymour Hoffman anymore. That was a great stellar cast, that fucking movie. But I wonder if, I wonder who they will bring back. Probably the little dweeby rat one, rat face. Gonna, do you know what they'll do? They'll do like a Ghostbusters Afterlife or a Goonies esque or a Stranger Things. It'll be like the kids, the kids have decided they want to go after the Twisters, you know, and it'll be like that. So, but no, I remember very fondly it's, it, going to see Twister at the cinema, 
and I still love it. I own it on Blu-ray. I think it's a great proper B movie. Obviously, it's got Bill Paxton, which is makes it better anyway. But yeah, so I'm all in for that one as well, Paul. Next year, July the way, 20, July 2024. We're expecting that one. Oh. So but wait a year and a, bit, a couple of years. So. By the way, just a bit of useless information, but that little rat face bloke in in Twister is actually the guy that plays a roach in People Under the Stairs. Yes, he is. <laughs> I knew great, that because I watched great, it the other day. Great movie. It was on, on TV and I watched most of it. I think that is all that I've got. Um, I think I saw a poster for Mutilator 2. So, yeah, I saw that, yeah. I know we talked about that. The official posters, is released. So that's, that's going to be, you know, next year as well. Mutilator 2, bring that on. <laughs> hopefully it didn't go down the lines of black christmas and fucking slum Woke. Masuka, so <laughs> we'll, see. Uh, we'll get another hook in the puss but there you go there mr Cartner, what yep, you got? i got i got only one bit it was a couple of bits covered there already but my one bit is the purge six frank gorillo might be coming back which one was he in two was it, two, was it two and was it two and four? Maybe three or four. I don't know. Who fucking gives a shit? Anyway. <laughs> he, he's coming I've back. only ever seen the first one, so. Oh, really? The others are not bad. It gets progressively worse as they go on, but, you know, it is what it is. But apparently the original guy's thinking of doing this one. He's going to write it um, if the people want it, and he's going to take it in a new direction. So hopefully... That, that might be okay. And the other bit, I totally forgot to tell you guys in what I watched. I finally watched The Sadness. Oh, um, what did you think? Fucking debauchery. <laughs> I, literally, I literally felt like I needed a shower after it. It's so dirty and grimy and... Ugh. Yeah, they went... It's mental. To, I never... Yeah, really blew me away, that one. Really surprised. There's some real darkness in that movie it's real dark bleak. bleak cleverly done lots of blood and gore definitely one to go out and watch 100% I, if, I, if I was out there right now I'd be paying four ninety nine dollars a month for, for fucking Shudder just for that movie mate that's just fucking mental yeah just go watch it go watch it cool no more news I think we should probably just start talking about our main review the U.S. Defense Department has spent over a trillion dollars on the most cutting-edge robot technology. Introducing RoboSanta Plus for the upcoming holiday season. What are you going to do this fine Christmas Eve? I was potentially going to go meet up with a dude. I've blown him off twice already, so come on. Get a drink with your old pal, Robbie. What's up with you two? I just grabbed him a drink. I talk her out of some tender trash. You didn't oh. talk me out of anything. Sick Christmas! Sick Christmas. Christmas. Ho, ho, ho! Merry Christmas! New animatronic state-of-the-art Santa Claus featured at our own TW Bonkers is now the subject of an international recall. Do you hear that? Hear what? 
from the boys down at the scene yet. They're still down there counting bodies. So, we have been to Shudder to watch this exclusive Christmas Bloody Christmas from director Joe Bigos, who you may know from uh, Bliss and um, VFW, which we highly rated. Anyway, the synopsis on this movie... It's Christmas Eve and Tori just wants to get drunk and party. But when a robotic Santa Claus at a nearby store goes haywire and begins a rampant killing spree through her small town, she's forced into a big battle for survival. You say party, but she just wants to fuck. (laughs) Well, not initially. But anyway, has Joe Bigos hit out of the park again? Mr. Paul Stevens... Initial thoughts, not going too far into it, please. Um, I, I don't know. I, right. I, I think a lot of this type of stuff, right, depends on if you're a fan of how Joe Bigos makes films and like his style and writing and all that type of stuff. Because I'm, I'm telling you, he wrote and directed, yeah? Yeah. And starred. Yeah. <laughs> and starred. Yeah. Um, who was Joe Bigos? We'll get onto that later. All right. Okay. So, um, <laughs> I don't know. Like, obviously, I know you guys love Bliss and you love VFW. I wasn't as high on them as used to, and I don't think I'm probably going to be as high on the film as you guys are on this one. Now, I enjoyed it. It wasn't bad. I enjoyed it. I just don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I get on board with how he writes. He obviously writes how he talks, right? And I just, I don't know if it was just a bit douchebaggy for me. Like, if I met someone like that in real life, I'd be like, oh, we well, just shut up. <laughs> maybe I'm getting too old but yeah I don't know I don't know and I, I, it's not a takeaway from the film guys I just think I have a bit of a, a, t- a problem or an issue with just the way he makes films if that makes sense I'm not trying to be too down on it because actually when we talk about it there's some bits in it I really really like so yeah. well he won't be coming on the pod now will he <laughs> how long did he last I don't know if he even lasted a year I meant Joe Bigos not not, not him <laughs> Not Jory Paul, but now oh, we're not we're not kicking him off. Kick him off as well. <laughs> oh, shit. He's not in I the mean, Sorry, that's not Ted. Bye. <laughs> Fuck me. I mean, Bob yeah. Well, I clearly, well I'm clearly a fan of the style because the style works for me. And this was like fucking. Don't go too far into detail, okay? Just just hold it back. Looked beautiful, and everything from the gore to the music. Um, to the characters and the way that it was, it, it played out. I thought it was fucking perfect horror movie for me. Excellent. Well, I, I mean, obviously, I'm going to love it. I, I'm a massive fanboy of this. But yeah, again, like I, I mirror that. It's like I don't know what it is, but it's like that grungy kind of like neon colours he uses and shit. Like it's just like it's just he went he went far further with this one. 
Um, I kind of see, you know, I kind of agree with Jordy Paul a little bit. It's kind of like when, when they were chatting, which we'll get onto, it was like somebody else's kind of dialogue because it's like, would they really know that much? Maybe not. I mean, we do. It's the way they talk to each other, Matt. It's like, fair enough, right? They're having a bit of banter. It's just like, uh, there's there's only so many times you can tell someone to fuck off before it becomes a bit annoying. Uh, for me like see it's the way that i for me it's like the way that i can see myself making a movie with my mates because it's sort of the way that we talk to each other but that's that's sort of what i'm it's sort of what i'm used to i can see it's like this this is basically them and what they do with their life they are like we've seen them they are you know quite um alternative rock and roll sort of um artists i would say and they're into that life and you can see that and it's written all over their movies in the way that they shoot and this one was kind of almost like okay this is like we're doing a christmas movie let's fucking set in a record you could almost see them working in a record store or a dirty bar and stuff like that i really can see yeah definitely 100 percent, and it comes across in everything like the three because i've watched these films obviously i only watched bliss a few weeks ago and it was very similar to the way bliss was i mean even like even the montage scene, <laughs> should we just say? Um, the munch, the, the, the munch, tar-gy, tar-gy, yeah. <laughs> it was, it was. Bliss had a similar thing, you know, where the, like the sex scene became sort of like a montage. So it, it was definitely lifted from it. And there's a style. I'm just so saying. That's a style, I'm, just, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not, I'm not having a go at it at all. But I just for me, I don't know. I don't know if I, I'm not as high as you guys are on it. So yeah, it, it, I don't know. It just works for me because it feels grindhousey, but it also feels like grindhousey and like different. You can like you watch this movie and you know that who did it. That's what I think he's getting there. Yeah. It's sort of like that is just embedded. I think like with what with Bliss BF, BFW. But you that's, can see uh, that's it the I, same. You can think about that. And a lot of directors though is like Carpenter. You could uh, his early stuff is like, you know, what I mean, I think you know the thing is with him is is like give it time. And the right product, the right things come up with him. And I hope he does some original stuff and not just like a remake or anything. But, you know, he, he will become something really, really, you know, he's already put a stamp on it, but he's already getting there. But do you know what I mean? Like, I'd love him to do like, uh, um, I know I don't really want people him to do a remake, but I'd love him to do a remake of like, do you remember that Near Dark movie that we saw? Oh yeah, I love him to do something like that. That'd be right in his wheelhouse. Yeah, the whole leather jackets, the rock and roll sort of edgy, edgy sort of so horror. Like bring it up like maybe a bit more metal kind of thing. He but... can do the Lost Boys remake for your math. I wouldn't mind that. I wouldn't mind yeah. that at all. That 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 would be that would satisfy me. Because it's the music choices that are fantastic for me, and then the real use of color. Like for ages, there was pretty much all you could kind of really see is lots of greens and reds. It was very Christmassy and sort of that in yeah. that crust. It was very vibrant. And is the way that he sort of gets that that much out of the colour and it sort of like fills the screen and kind of blurs it almost. It's just... It, and and the, viol- the dialogue works for me. It really does. I don't know. I, I liked her. I liked the characters like Robbie and it's Tori. It's like dialogue, that. isn't it? It's, like, it's very much like that kind of um, guerrilla filmmaking, a bit like Clerks. It's, it's very long long quippy kind of writing which are and by the way just to give it some context context um uh, the film features 487 uses of profanity with an average of 5.6 per minute that's how much swearing isn't it <laughs> yeah you can tell <laughs> should we should we um get on to kind of like more about the crux of the story yeah yeah because it's 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 a fun it's like terminator at christmas and it? it's like 
there's these robots that have been stuffed into stores as a product recall. Ex-military, um, though. That's what they are. They, they were originally built for military, and now saw, they've made them as in-store Santas. So, so it's not so creepy. I did like the TV montage at the start, the ch- the channel change, and all the sh- the random adverts. And I love yeah. the guy like feeding the the kids uh, al- uh, whiskey tasted juice. I thought it was brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, no, I did like that. But I, I laughed at, I chuckled at the adverts. But yeah, you got these military Santas, life like Santas. Yeah, and then they've got like um, it's just from that from the moment it starts, it's, it just feels so grown up, so Robocop. It's just like one of those movies that you just wouldn't let your kid go and see. Um, that's, yeah, that, 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 I felt that as well. Like it'd be this would be definitely that one of those ones that would be in the video shop, and you just do you know what I mean? It just give me that feeling, especially with the, you know, and it's like it follows the robot, and it's just it's just killing kill upon kill upon kill. You know, it's one of those movies that just keeps on going and keeps delivering kills after kills after kills in in brutal ways and really good ways of the special effects it sort of follows mainly the re- record store owner tory and a colleague robbie on their sort of you know christmas eve getting pissed and fucking talking shit and talking pop Tell what, if i drank that much i'd be dead mate right. literally i'd be in the hospital having my stomach pumped how the fuck <laughs> just kept drinking whiskey like oh we dead. get we get a great horror movie discussion at one stage some like really random ones i mean i was i was very interested in the whole child's play two sort of like like conversation as well as the sort of as well. the blair witch two sort of conversation um as well those sorts of things it's like sort of different ones but there was a standout scene in this <laughs> was it the bum munching was it <laughs> The bum match was great. Was that? Was that? Um, you know who that was, didn't you? It's her from Bliss, wasn't it? It's her from Bliss. Yeah, she's she's yeah, been, Dora Madison. Dora Madison. She's fantastic. Getting her ass munched out <laughs> by the the guy Jonah Ray. I don't know if you ever, you guys ever watched um, a thing called um, Mystery Science Theater Three Thousand. No. <laughs> they do like loads of tests and they do like loads of tests and stuff. It's like a TV show. And he right. was the guy that was munching her ass off, <laughs> which I thought was random. It worked. Don't get, don't get a lot of ass munching in movies, though, do you? <laughs> so, <laughs> they told you they were going to do it in the toy shop, so, you know. I don't know, I like that. Use of, again, the use of location is fantastic. But, yeah, there was some, you know, they were our first two victims to the to the Santa who just turned on and just started killing. <laughs> Big POV shots. Yes, which I like, which I like. I like the way they did it. And again, this is special effects that work for me. You know, the axe is a great, great tool to use and it works very effectively. Um, the phenomenal scene of her, of her getting her uh, <laughs> devoured, getting her between the legs and getting devoured. And with retrospect with the, like you, Paul, you call it a mon- the, it's the munch tag. You know, she's... Um, She's getting eaten out, and at the same time, there's some fucking like stuff happening at the at the, the house opposite. Very sort of, I don't know, like call it home loan moment. But is that there? It is. It's one of those things that it's the next house over. I think it was like Silent Night, Deadly Night that happened in as well, but not to that degree. Um, and then it's like when she comes at the same time, someone gets fucking curb stomped. That's you know, it's just. The way that they, that they we think the first thing that we saw of the, this like special effects team 
was that sort of gutter, was it called? And we saw like, yeah. it was a short, short and it was like some dude just being stamped on like his head. And you're like, whoa, the special effects is insane. And they just carried that on. And they, again, they've done a great job. That stomp kill was fucking nuts. Really, really great. So what you're telling us is that you got a bit of a boner and then, then you saw the munch scene. <laughs> I mean, the head stop scene. Oh, I wasn't a fan of a fucking destroying the little kid, though. Oh, my God. That was good. But not, not only did they destroy this child, but then we see our old friend Graham Skipper that we've had on the podcast. <laughs> Graham Skipper. <laughs> as, as, uh, as, as a character, which is very, very brief. But then he gets the, the kid's torso just thrown at him through the window. Yeah. I don't, even, was, I don't even know if we saw him die. What, what the, was the kid's torso? Was it was the dad's? Oh, was it a dad's torso? Yeah. Was it? Was Which was quite funny. So this is one of the bits I was a bit like, oh, Jesus. He, the, her boy of friend or boyfriend or whatever, um, it was just munched her out. Um, he, in the ensuing chaos, gets the guy's corpse on top of him and he's like holding it. That's it, yeah. Santa's over him trying to get him. But the way he holds a dead, limp body over, it's like, yeah, you're pretty strong, mate. Oh, that is a dummy. And then he gets, he literally gets flung out over his head. Mm. And I was like, that's a dummy. <laughs> now, I'm obviously I mean, not, I didn't think it was a real body, but like, it was, it was quite funny. <laughs> and Graham Skipper was just hilarious. Yeah, Mike, that's who he played. Mike's an asshole. <laughs> yeah. And, the whole fucking like cop scene and all that sort of stuff, the stuff in the car afterwards was done very, very well, very cleverly. The cat, the sort of, then you get the cat and mouse chase again. I, I, I really I like that. I thought the sheriff got a short thrift. I thought the sheriff was going to have more to do with it. Cause before they obviously, the shit hits the fan with the Santa, they're in a bar and he comes in and he's sort of obviously an alcoholic. You know, you know who that is as well? Who? That's Jeff Daniels. So he's in a lot of Rob Zombie movies. Ah, uh, so you know, you think I'd recognise him? <laughs> yeah, he's in, he's in a lot of Rob Zombie movies, and uh, and uh, yeah, he's a good he's a good actor. He's in Thirty One. He's in like loads of other movies. Yeah, well, I yeah. just thought he'd get a bit more than what he got, really. Yeah, off screen killed. Maybe, maybe it was um, maybe cost too much. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know because there's there's not a huge cast in this film, and again. You bring it seems like Bigos brings a lot of his friends into the mix again because Josh Efer, the producer, um, basically turns up as a barman again. So you know, the barman, yeah, <laughs> yeah. turns up. <laughs> and one of the other sheriffs as well is Jeremy Gardner, which is he's fucking amazing as well. He's in. Um, you guys need to watch a movie. I don't know if you've seen. Have you seen Battery? No. The zombie movie. Oh god. You need to go watch this because it's fucking amazing. It's brilliant. Yeah. And he's he's also in a film called After Midnight, which is brilliant. Go check him out because he's, he's fucking brilliant. But yeah, he shows up as one of the sheriffs, <laughs> the one that gets really angry. <laughs> yeah. Like angry sheriff. But that was the thing. That was, I suppose, guys, this is what I'm saying about the dialogue. He spoke to her the way she spoke to her friends, even though he's like a policeman. I was a bit like, there's no shift in like people from different backgrounds. Do you know what I mean? I know it's a small town and everyone probably speaks the same way, but it was just like, he was like fucking effing and jeffing at her the same way she was effing and jeffing back to him. Whereas it's like, w- would a policeman be doing that unless he was a dick? I don't know. I don't know. It just, 
I don't know. It grated with Dude, me. it's like the the best his his sidekick in the force that had been in the force for years had just been killed. He was angry. And he thought it was her. These are American cops. They're not like our cops. They're, excuse me, madam. Could we get out the car? <laughs> These guys are like, get out the fucking car. Get out the fucking back. We're going to fucking taste you. I'm going to shoot you in the face. I don't know. This ain't no polite shit. Oh, would you like to have a cup of tea? Do you feel I did, sad? <laughs> I did like the offering of a boy for a newfound boyfriend, though. I thought that was quite good. I thought he was going to sort of make it towards the end. And no, nope. yeah, I did think Robbie would get further than he did. Uh, yeah, that's what it, I thought that as well. They pulled the axe to the face. <laughs> that was a, a fucking proper axe to the head as well, wasn't it? Yeah, Jesus fucking Christ, that was uh, something. But the whole like um, climax and stuff like that of the uh, the end, oh. the uh, um, uh, finale and stuff like that was fantastic as well. The sort of in the record shop and like you could just, it just felt fucking dude that felt cool but man the, when they started peeling the back peeling the obviously the outer kind of face and everything off and he just gets more destroyed and more destroyed at one point when it's just like the lasers for eyes was genius and the way it's just fucking eye was just falling out and shit it just like that effects on that's fucking insane but it made me think of like Terminator, that last bit in Terminator, the la- the sort of bit Hardware. in Child Child's Play Two, when he's sort of like one, cr- crawling through there. Yeah. Was the one too many? He's dead, but he's not. Nah, I like that. No. I like that. I liked I like it. It's like, oh, no, it, again, it's like Terminator. It's like, no, you cannot kill this fucker. He just he is a killing machine. He's just going and going and going. I like that. I I think and I hats off to that. She wasn't like you know in a good place at the end either she was fucking she oh, went through the ringer Jesus, the fingers off oh. Oh. yeah she weren't gonna get she weren't gonna get away with it was she was it the ankle break as well when she fell off the, yeah, fucking, she fell off the fucking side yeah yeah she she <laughs> there was some good finger chopping <laughs> fucking hell that was the, the the um the Russells that did the FX as well. Yeah. Obviously, we've had them on the podcast as well. We'll have to have them back now. We've got to talk to them about the the how they've done all the effects on this because again, it's fucking great, fucking amazing. Know, I'd love to know the, I'd love to know the budget because um this one come out of nowhere for us. I think because we only got a cup about a month warning that it was coming. I think. Um, no, I told you guys about this a long time ago. All right, fine, fuck you. But like, um, I want to again. I want to. I want to see the next one. I want to see how they evolve it and stuff. And it feels like they are slowly evolving it. They still got their style, but um, I don't know. Like this one felt again along the same sort of way, more accessible. I still think it was more accessible, Paul, than like the other two. Oh, definitely, I fucking 100%. love that. It was very, it was very easy to, yeah. It was the plot was very straightforward. There was no complication with it. It was yeah. killer Santa with an axe. Like, I mean, if anyone said re- recommend a horror movie for Christmas, this one would be right up there for me. It's just fucking so much fun, so much fun, and so different compared to what we've seen before. So I'm happy with that free. I don't know if he's free down now. If that's his third movie, but um, but we got, but I just, I just want to see more. I really want to see more. That's not his third movie, that's his fifth movie, I want to say, because he's got Almost Human, which you need to watch as well. It's really good. Mind's Eye, Bliss, BFW, and this. Okay. I will go back and watch those other two then. I can lend them to you. They're really hard to get hold of. I don't know okay. if you can stream them anymore, but they're fucking good. They're really good. But they're a bit more DIY, but they're fucking still great. 
Yeah, I can see the raw, but it's evolve. It's an evolving art, and like they're learning each time, and they're gonna. We're gonna see some. You know, we VFW sort of used a, a plethora of actors, and he's sort of maybe taking a step back with this one. It's more fun, and sort of like let's get a Christmas horror movie. Let's see what's next, man. I'm I'm excited. <laughs> cool. Um, rate this bad boy. Get Jordy Paul and go first. Cool. Well, I think you, I don't know. I think you think I'm gonna like really, really low. I'm not. I actually I, I had fun with it. It was definitely. Um, I just think it's a taste thing. Like I, I, that's all. I, I just I don't know. There's there's no real reason to hate it or anything. But no, I'd give it a solid seven out of ten for its effects. Um, like I said, it was simple, Paul. Like it was just did what it said it was gonna do. You knew, you know, didn't try and complicate things. So yeah, no, like the special effects were unbelievable. So yeah, seven out of ten. For me, it's a nine. Um, this is one of my favourite movies of the year so far, I think. It's just I keep getting blown away by this fucking special effects team, director, the, the way that it's shot. This is, just seems to be really appeal for me. And like VFW was probably more of a, a second or a third watch that I sort of really got into it. Um, but like this was immediate. Like Bliss, it was just fucking wow. Yeah. So nine out of ten for me. <laughs> I, I will give it a 9 out of 10 because I will watch this probably every Christmas now for definite um, and yeah it's just like it's just like right from the get go it's just like again the music the synth music the actual music in it it's just like I know it's probably got a bit more connection with us because we went from the very ground roots kind of and followed his career and stuff and, and met met him as well and stuff um, but it's just like, but I just really like it. It just hits the nail on the head for me, and it's perfect. So yeah, nine out of ten for me. Cool. That would be a draw on last breath. Nine out of ten. Um, <laughs> so next episode, we won't be doing a main review as we'll be doing our top ten of the year. So look out for twenty twenty three. But now it's time. Little jingle bells are coming over. If you can imagine it, oh. it's time to move on to our something to scream about. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. Is that Santa on my roof, waiting to open his sack down my chimney? Santa, why have you got an axe? (laughs) (laughs) Please don't drag me up the the chimney. I might explode. (laughs) Like like John the Geismo, or whatever the fuck you say his name. (laughs) The (laughs) Geismo. The Geismo. So, yeah, so this one, it's that time of year, guys. Um, It's my very first. Draw one last breath present giving so i'm quite excited um so yeah so we bought each other gifts and uh, yeah we're going to open them so suspend your belief for try and imagine we will try and describe what we get in full detail i mean last year i think me and matt did it we actually did it in face to face didn't we so this is our first yeah. virtual so we have to send our presence virtually and internationally <laughs> i can feel your presence <laughs> how are we doing it how do we do this matt you know who goes first I don't know. Um, Newbie. Well, let's get the, you know, Paul's new. So let's, uh, you pick one of your presents to open. I've got loads. I feel a bit bad because I only got you guys one each. So, uh, well, I'd rather you both open mine at the same time. Okay. So So maybe uh, you, uh, maybe you open Mr. Butcher's first. Okay. That's right. I'm going to go for the big one and the little one. Go for the big one because the, the little one you and Matt need to open at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Synergy, I like. What it, a right? visual tree! <laughs> right, so it's 
It's a, it's in the shape of a picture frame. Did <laughs> <laughs> that give it away? In... And is it a, if it's a picture of you two being naked? Uh, you win. Enjoy my watching. hairy balls. <laughs> right. Okay. Here we go. Uh, I hope this one gets tried to play somewhere. Oh my god. Right, so I start opening this thought, oh my god, they bought me this really cool print of Jaws, right? And it is, but it's Jaws the fucking Revenge. <laughs> the best one. The best one. <laughs> hey, lads, to be fair, that's fucking awesome. It's a lovely that, frame, isn't it? <laughs> that is awesome. I love it. Thank you very much. Enjoy. I'm going to uh, keep the frame and replace it with Jaws 2, I think. <laughs> that, that's from, that one's from Butch, that was. We saw that at a, a con. Didn't you? That was a, um, for the no, love, of horror, love of horror. For the love of horror, got that. <laughs> I will, uh, I will post it on uh, social media for you guys to have a look oh, at. Maybe. But it is, it is cool. It is cool, and that will, when I eventually build my house, will definitely go in the man cave. So thank oh, you very much. Job. Awesome. <laughs> I, and when I did it, I thought they haven't got me a Jaws 3D picture of that. That'd be fun. So <laughs> thank you very much, guys. No problem. That's cool. Should we open your one from you then, Paul? Yeah, go on, both at the same time. Okay. Okay. So it's in a rather large box. Well, spared no expense. <laughs> well, you did because you didn't wrap it. So. Cost of living crisis box. Sorry. I mean, it's, like we said, you know, enjoy the. Uh, and open at the same time. Why this is so difficult to open? Yeah. Oh my fucking word. The cages. Oh my god. What the fuck? I've got Blobkin, Dark Lord Boglin. The oh Dark god. Lord Boglin. Oh man, I really want to take it out of the box. <laughs> <laughs> it's yours, you can do whatever you want with it. Hey, look at this little guy. They have Boglins. <laughs> oh, Literally, can... mine's a crazy clown. You can stick your hand up his bum. Do you remember yeah. these boglins from when you were a kid? They were called boglins, and you basically put your hand inside, and you can make them talk. Yeah, they're puppets, Paul. You can their eyes, move their, their eyes. eyes, and all sorts. Oh, I love this. And he glows in the dark. I think we talked about like the uh, fact that oh, they're doing these. They were doing them through. They were doing them through um, a Kickstarter about a year. It and was a, a Kickstarter, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're awesome. not easy. They're not easy to get hold of. <laughs> they're not cheap as well. That's like. Yeah. I know, but I think I know how much it. that co- I think I know how much that costs. Is it worth it? Don't be. You went over budget. Oh, <laughs> thanks, mate. Hey, that's awesome. That is going to take pride of place. I might replace uh, Kevin Smith. Oh, <laughs> so well, my can... job is done. <laughs> <laughs> a boglin replaces Kevin Smith. I've always wanted a boglin. That's but amazing. Thank you, mate. So, um, you boys want to open your t-shirt shaped one from me? Uh, it's a shock that back got us a t-shirt isn't it oh is it got a brave rebel clothing <laughs> <laughs> actually no open open the smaller one first open the smaller one yeah this one the candy stripe yeah yeah okay right well, so open the t-shirt now no no I, you, yours is an amazon box book yeah i know i know <laughs> sorry okay, this is a book am i opening the book possibly at the same time as paul if you can uh, okay open it. we've both got the same book yeah, you've probably got the same oh, thing. Have you got it as well, Paul? 
The cabin at the end of the world. So, because of the new movie coming out, this book is fucking awesome. You need to read it before you go and watch the movie. I'm so happy you did this because I'm obviously going away and I, I just finished the Bobberverse. I couldn't put it down and I really needed a book. So, I'll be reading this over the Christmas period and I will report back on the. Because it's fucking brilliant. When does the cabin and the end of the. When does the movie come knock out? At, knock at the cabin. Yes, yeah. not out for a couple of months, I don't think. So you've got a couple of months to read it. I think. Dave, Dave Batista's busy, isn't he, man? It's yeah. Bloody awesome. Thank you very much. Oh, mate. Good shout. Thank you for that. Um, right then. So you, Matt, can open the one. I got two. I got you two. Yes. Yep. Open yes. the open the smaller one. This one. Yes. Okay. Go in. Right. Am I able at the same time? No, yeah. no, you, no, 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 no. Do, do that. No. Okay, I'll, I'll go first. No way. <laughs> oh my god, I've not even seen these. It's a puppet master action figure on an old school blister pack. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> old school blister pack. Oh wow! Torch, the one with the spike on his head. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know they did these. It's like a proper full moon. Mate. They're fucking epic. There's a That's whole collection. There's a whole collection. So you've got to buy them all. <laughs> That's the best one. Torch. I think, I think, if I remember rightly, it might have been Mad About Horror. That's quality. Yeah, I think. Claim that one. I've not even seen them. But Torch is awesome. He's good. He's a good character. Thank you very much. No worries, dude. What are we doing now, then? Jordy Paul's got another one, hasn't he? one from Butch here and you've got the same one Matt or ish ish so yeah you open yours together okay exciting good wrap then so it might take you a while (laughs) oh my god (laughs) it's the exorcist rubber duck I also have a rubber duck um, I can't get out of Oh, you get it out and play with it in the bar. Yes. Oh, this is going in the bar. Tough, mate. This he is was going with the kids. Tough. Mine is a quint. Tubs oh, from no yours. Way. Yes. That's awesome. You've been awesome. hitting that mad at horror, ain't you? Yeah, mate. Mate, there was like a... You're fucking sponsored by those guys. There was like a discount. There's like a proper good sale going on, so... <laughs> you kept your mouth shut. That's good. Shit. There's also four of these at the Jaws range, so yeah. that's... that's oh, good luck getting, good, 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 getting the other three. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome, mate. Thank you so much. Yeah, that's so cool. That is brilliant. The Exorcist Regan Rubber Ducky. I've not even seen that before. That's great. That's quality. <laughs> <Keep going, mate. laughs> Go on and open, open your T-shirt-shaped ones and your goons. Right. <laughs> Sponsored by Brave Rebel Clothing. <laughs> I wonder what it is. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Oh, yes. Sorry. Yes. Official licensed gear. <laughs> right, now, now look at the back. Oh, my. You dirty bastard. Might have to take <laughs> it on it. <laughs> it's got a little patch. So this is obviously not. Obviously, you're not going to do the patches on every. No. Special Take it. SS Georgie. What have you got? McCready with a thing with a petri dish. And so Back funny ready. because I did, did that before. Did you do that before you... I did the jump yeah, scare? Before you, before you picked that. Mine says take it. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. 
Oh, mate, I cannot wait to don it. Look at that, mate, it looks sick. <laughs> have you got, have you done one on a white, <laughs> have you done one on a white t-shirt yet? No, not yet, no. I think it's going to look awesome on a white t-shirt as well. Anyway, the next time we go to Fright Fest, it's going to be, uh... <laughs> Mate, these have got to be available to sell, man. Yeah. Like, we'll it will be eventually, hopefully. Breavers, right, we've got a Draw One Last Breath t-shirt straight from... Brave Rebel Clothing. <laughs> Thanks, Jordy Paul. <laughs> <laughs> but, mate, yeah, blown away. These are some absolutely stunning Christmas yeah, presents. Thanks, guys. Totally sport me. Thank you very much. Sport uh, me. Thanks, guys. Honestly. Look at the fucking love. You'll have, to get them, you'll have to get them out. You can take them out of the box and then have them play with them. So. Oh, everything. Uh, it's going to live within the box, but I will take it out of the box. And play yeah. with it and, and chase. Well, it, chase you've got to be careful as well. Don't get them dusty because I remember when I had one when I was a kid and it got dusty and it couldn't clean it off in the end. Yeah. they got special solution these days. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> wrong coming from you. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not a fuck puppet. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> I, I disagree. It really does. It smells and looks like a fleshlight to me. <laughs> Well, you would know. Same pause going to be the front page of the sun. I fucked a boggling or something. <laughs> Daily sports. My, my raunchy night with a boggling. <laughs> wouldn't even make the wouldn't even make the front page uh, or the uh, the funny pages. Um, right. A good film of fright fest though, wouldn't it? Got all, we got all agree. We'll have to all agree. Take a bit. Take a quick photo of these and stick them up on the social media we'll forward them on to Matt and he can put them on the, the bit yes so I will look at our little treasures okay should we uh, crack on with our movie from the vault Grandpa I want the truth about Christmas if it's the truth you want then it's the scary truth you're gonna have according to the book of Claus Santa Satan's only son lost a bet and was forced to spread Christmas cheer now, all bets are off. Santa? Yes, there is a Santa Claus. Ho, ho, hoes. Santa Claus is not a myth or a legend. He's real. Only he's not bearing gifts and presents anymore. Christmas can sure scare the dickens out of people. He's scary yet educational. I'm just trying to spread a little yuletide fear. Are you saying Santa is offing everyone who's naughty and nice? Oh my God! Nicholas shot him! You shot Santa? Turn away! Santa's on the loose! This holiday season. Lock your doors. Bolt the windows. Oh, Grandpa got run over by a reindeer. Everyone stand back. Things are about to get a little messy. And block the chimney. Cause naughty or nice, Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa's sleigh. Go ahead, kid. Let's see what Santa got you. I hate children.
This episode's Moving from the Vault is 2005's Santa Slay, starring Bill Goldberg. Santa Claus is actually a demon, right? He lost a bet with an angel, so he becomes the giver of toys and happiness. But when the bet is off, he returns to his evil ways and takes revenge on a small town. <laughs> okay, let's... Uh, I, this is the first watch for me. Any, anyone else seen this, uh, this one before? Oh, no, I watch this every Christmas. <laughs> Fucking hell. Matt, your, your initial thoughts? Well, I, I'm just a bit... Um, kind right of away. After seeing, you know, Joe Bigos's Santa movie... And luckily, I didn't. Uh, luckily, I watched Santa Slay first. Um, it's a bit of a shame, really, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus freaking Christ, Jordy Paul. Oh my God, where do you start? Where do you start? Right. Well, can we can we start with Bill Goldberg? <laughs> freaking start. <laughs> didn't know he was in it for a start. That's a bonus. So. I tell you who I didn't know was in it. James Khan. Mate, what was that all about? Show me the money. Not I wouldn't have cred- a slip here. N- not even credited. Not surprised. Probably asked not to be. <laughs> and the one from yeah, probably had a, tried to get it wiped off the face of the earth. And the woman from Urban Legend, Rebecca Gayhart. Rebecca Gayhart. That's it. Right at the start, I was like, someone okay. else. I was like, well, no, when it first, I was like, James Khan. I was like, fucking hell. He kept that quiet. I was like, I didn't know he was in this. Well, it wasn't for very long. <laughs> no, exactly. I mean, I've seen like the um, that scene before. That's what made me want to watch the movie. Oh, I've not I seen that. Scene. I assumed that that was like halfway through the movie, or that was pretty good. The end of the movie, was, fucking good start. I was like quite impressed. I was like, oh, we're gonna get some like kills like this. This is quality, but it seems like they put all their like budget into that one bit. It felt like, do you know the Christmas channel with all the Hallmark Christmas films on it? Yeah. It felt like that. Yeah. With a horror sort of time of twist. It was straight very DVD. Wee and Don't very, pass go. <laughs> but it felt like a WWE film. Now I know it probably wasn't a WWE film, but it felt like that sort of Look, he needed some money. He'd walked away from uh, w- he'd walked away from wrestling, and he needed to make a quick buck. I don't know how much he got paid for it. Totally worth it, though. Definitely, definitely should have been made. I mean, you know, Hulk Hogan did Mister Nanny. I think I'd rather watch Mister Nanny. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it was that bad. I think it was very, it was very campy, very, very campy. Not overly bloody, was which it? is a shame. Um, <laughs> There was some. There was a lot of de- a lot of killings. He went. He went to town on the killings. A lot of very Goldberg in terms of the obviously using. The they stuff. obviously wrote in a lot of wrestling moves in there as well. The funny yeah. that, wasn't it? I mean, you got the obviously the the dinner at the beginning, um, which was you know some really interesting interesting deaths and uh, some great you know one liners throughout. You know, thank you and go fuck yourself. There were sort of some good. One-liners. That Amelia de what's a so stars Emil de Raven from Lost, which is you know a nice little gem. I thought she was good. I thought she was good. What? 
I, I like that. I don't know. The acting between her and the other lad, I thought that was pretty pretty good. What? I liked it. <laughs> I liked it. Spot. <laughs> I don't know what more I can say. How the fuck she got that job in Lost, I don't know. Anyway. You know, the, the, that lad has been in some decent stuff as well. He was in oh, um, The Alienist and... Um, uh, He's done quite a, few, quite a lot of TV stuff, hasn't he? Yeah, both good. Both good actors, <laughs> good dialogue, so to work with. So that was um, quite just, good. What I didn't understand is like, it, it kind of, I didn't really understand. It kind of felt like a bit, like a bit of a teenagey kids movie, but then it was like, then it felt like a really kind of like far out, like, kind of like, I don't, I don't even know how to explain it because like when he rocks up to the titty bar. And like, what was that all about? <laughs> Santa Claus just wants to go to the tea bar. Yeah, I don't know what's wrong with that. Kill everyone. <laughs> yeah, all good. He has to but, get some breasts in there. Yeah, it just didn't. I, I guess to, it just didn't really seem to have a purpose. It was just like I'm just going to fly around and just do whatever I, I kind of want. And then I love it. There's, I tell you what, it's got to be said for the uh, MacGuffin in the film to be the sport of curling. I mean, I like, I enjoyed that, and it was Canadian as well. Which you've got, so it's a Canadian horror movie. You've got to respect that, Matt. Or was it? Or was it just talking the, about? I don't know. I, yeah. Anyway, let's get let's let's get back to we're going off track a little bit. Here. So, like, so basically, this um, kid in the film has a has a has a granddad, right? The 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 town kind of crazy. They think he is and stuff because he comes out with loads of different kind of stories and stuff like that that lives in a house that's literally got a million locks on the doors and a bunker in in the basement so he's a bit of a kind of like tin hat loon should we say they think he is right a bit like christopher lloyd from back to the future sort of thing. 100%, i was literally ever, just about to say it he was like ever even mutter a legend's name in the same was like doc time. brown zed rated <laughs> <laughs> fucking not even zed rated <laughs> The, the dregs of the literally barrel. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, so you have him and he's, he explains to his grandson about the whole Santa, after a thousand years, Santa's actually Satan's son. And just happens to have this book as well that has all the the kind of lore inside it. Yeah, lost, lost a bet. And the bet was he can get a curling stone close, close to a puddle <laughs> or a hole in the ice and the closest wins. But then it he tricked him to go first, and all he did was knock his sword into the hole, so he won. Which is a bit yeah. of a cunt's trick. <laughs> I mean, it was a yeah. cunt's trick, but like the storylines, you know, it is pretty weak. <laughs> well, very, I, very I was bad. weird, literally. I was thinking, do you know what? The only way this is going to redeem itself at all is if he turns into a demon towards right. the end. And you saw him as a demon. I mean, I thought yeah. the. I thought the bison, the buffalo on the front instead of a reindeer was pretty good. And he... Yeah, that was interesting. That was yeah. interesting. I quite like that. Yeah, but then, Practical. right, but the, the, but the bison, did the bison, tur- did he get a bison after the bet finished or did he always have a bison? <laughs> I'm assuming that instead of reindeer, he had a bison. And I don't know. It had the, the, um, the valet. The valet. The valet. Yeah. Guy. That's quite funny. It was humorous. It wasn't, but it, there was some over the top, you know, violence, wrestling moves, um, good bit of fun, good bit of, you know, and then tricking them and stuff. It's all right. 
the main highlight I think happened in the first five minutes of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, yeah, I thought, oh, we're in for something. Yeah, I really did in the first five minutes, and then it just, I think it just down. It was just a downward spiral the whole way through. If I'm honest, you had a good just point on that. Didn't know what it wanted to be. Yeah, that it's it felt like a kids film with just some random boobies and violence in it. It did. It did. Great. I suppose if we watched this when we were ten year olds, then. <laughs> Ticking all butcher's boxes here. <laughs> Random check. Boobies check. I do hope I, I do hope I get next year's Christmas pick ten, as well. Ten ten year old humour. <laughs> check. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Next um, year's Christmas pick, Paul. I don't think we're gonna let you pick another one. <laughs> <laughs> You're banned. Hey, I've never seen this before, so this is this is new to me. What can I say? God. Probably not much, you know. It was just, it was just like I said, good bit of cheesy garbage fun. Did really. you? Can I just say, did you wait for the um, credits to finish? God no, <laughs> I was waiting for the credits. You didn't to start. see the post credit scene. <laughs> oh God, no. no! What was the post credit? So what basically, he, he basically Santa rocks up to an airport. Oh, oh yes, I did. And he did. looks, he's just Goldberg dressed up. He obviously couldn't afford to let him wear any of the clothes anymore. He just wore his own clothes. Abuses the uh, air hostess and then just goes and sits down. And that's the end. <laughs> so what? He's like, it was, is he free now? That's it. He's not Santa anymore. He can just be Don't free know. whenever he wants to be. They're obviously teeing up Santa Slay 2. Oh, it's been, Slaying I mean, it's... again. It's been a while. He's come back to WWE a couple of times, so he's probably been a bit busy. But yeah, I, I, I'd, I'd <laughs> I'm sure watch, he has. Yeah, I'd watch Santa Slay too. Yeah. Bill, Bill I'm Cobb sure his, uh, his agent's got his phone is off the hook with film niggas trying to get him to be in their film. The man, yeah, have. must have made so much money yeah. that it warranted a trilogy. <laughs> okay, you know, the worst thing about it is us watching it last week's probably kept it on Amazon Prime for the next ten years. Free. <laughs> 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 views of this movie <laughs> how weird fucking <laughs> okay, hell um so dare you ask any maths facts <laughs> there <laughs> is there is in fact okay. um right okay um film uh, i'm gonna get this all wrong but filmed in weta skewin alberta canada upon learning that their town was going to be Dublin in a movie for a place called Howe Township, locals of the small Alberta city often joked that it was quite appropriate. I don't know what that means, but um, Bill Goldberg met Wanda Farrington on the set of this movie and they married several uh, minutes, (laughs) months afterwards. Uh, She's probably one of the girls. One of the strippers. (laughs) (laughs) Also, she agreed to do the movie because it was... um, because she erroneously thought that the movie was starring Jeff Goldblum, but wasn't until she got to the set that she actually realised she learned that she was uh, working with Jeff, not Jeff Goldblum, but actually Bill Goldberg. Goldberg. So why the fuck she did that? I don't know. Um, the, in the entire Mason family in the opening scene of the film, obviously including James Caan, are played by Jewish actors which is meant to be an inside joke since their characters are celebrating Christmas. <laughs> um, Robert Culp had also previously appeared in another Christmas horror film, Silent Night, Deadly Night, 
three. <laughs> the third oh, one. Better watch out. Nineteen eighty-nine, um, and the body count on this one is forty-one, and it was shot in twenty-eight days. Okay, so I got how long? They so they they put twenty-eight twenty-eight days of effort into this. I tell you, it's so weird though. It's, it is literally like James Caan has tried his best to wipe his name from this movie because there's no. There's no facts in IMDb, but the biggest fact would be like, fucking hell, James Carnes in the fucking opening scene in this movie and he gets his hand stabbed into the... I'd see the entire what? budget of the film when I get <laughs> in it. What was he thinking? Amazing. Great pick by me. The other one was going to be, I mean, the other one was going to be Jack Frost, which was a raping snowman, uh, which has a sequel to it. So if, you, if we'd watched that, we w- would have had to watch... Well, you can save year. that for three years' time. Can't wait. Can't wait for my next one. pick till then. Because <laughs> it'd be Jory Paul's probably, then mine, and then yours. I'll do the maths <laughs> and see if it's mine again. Um, okay, that was um, Santa's Slay. <laughs> Are we going to bre- score it? <laughs> score it? You, uh, I'm going to give it a, about a three. It's good fun. Two. <laughs> Two. <laughs> <laughs> and I only, I'm not only giving it a one because I gave Salo a one and it's... I'd rather watch Santa's there, so it's getting a two. <laughs> Unless he turned around and eating shit, then, you know. <laughs> I would have gave it a three if he'd done that. Fucking hell. Okay. Thanks, oh, Butch. Cheers, mate. Welcome. Thanks for that one. Merry fucking Christmas. <laughs> Welcome. Okie dokie. Uh, is for <laughs> the first movie of The Vault for 2023 will be Matt. So let's hear it. What you got for us? <laughs> oh man, I've got to bring us out of the gutter for this one, mate. I've got to bring us out of the gutter because we are going to be doing Nightman Arm Street Dream Warriors. Ooh, it's we time. get a fucking sequel to start the fucking year. It's and time. Get... Oh. I've been wanting to rewatch this for a while. Jordy Paul, you must have seen this. Never seen it. Oh. <laughs> Oh, mate, Dream Warriors, man. Oh, my God, that's exciting. So we've done one and two. You might want to go and brush up on Mr. Stevens. Yeah. Not that you really have to, but <laughs> might get you in the Freddy mood. So we've done one, which was amazing, and two, homoerotic two, <laughs> but was good. And now we're on to three. Three was the first Freddy that we heard. I heard about um all the scenes like you know this is the one we, that had some it was all about the uh the the nurse the nurse scene um yes this has got some fantastic set pieces in this is going to be a fucking great conversation so welcome to prime time bitch <laughs> <laughs> great pick matt great pick um there yeah, there is our 2022 christmas special Thank you very much for listening. We will post our pictures of our lovely new Draw One Last Breath t-shirts from uh, BraveRebelClothing.com. Um, not available yet, but, you know, soon. <laughs> I hope. Um, thank you all for listening. I hope you had a great year. Next episode is going to be our um, our top 10 of 2022. Um, we're going to have a right old discussion about it because there's been some absolute fucking treats this year. So I imagine we're going to have a few fisticuffs over which one gets to number one. Um, and then obviously Matt has pulled from the vault Nightmare on Elm Street, part three. 
Dream Warriors. Have a creepy Christmas. Merry Christmas. And when there's no more room in hell, here's another podcast. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. You can follow us on Twitter at DrawOneLast, Instagram at DrawOneLastBreath, or pop us an email at DrawOneLastBreathPod at Hotmail.com. <laughs>